Welcome back, all you cats and kids lovers. This is Brad. And the Roger. We are here today to change things up. We've been doing a lot of talk about kids. Today we're going to talk about cats. Cats, well, K-A-T-S. We're going to talk about our cats. But if you have pictures or ideas, if you want to post those pictures of your cats, your kids, or ideas for things for us to discuss, post it on our Facebook page. Well, and after two divorces... Sadly, cats have become my kids, Brad. They're, oh, yeah. they're here for me. They're they're here every day. They 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 live with me. They're uh, Cookie and Baby. How about your cat, Brad? Well, I've got Max. I've had a few cats in my day, but right now I've got Max, and he's cuddly. And with my daughter in college. He's a little more cuddly now than he has been in the past. Right. Yeah, you know, nothing can replace a daughter except maybe a cat. Let me let me talk a little bit about my two cats to start off. Uh, I've got baby and my one of my ex-wives found baby in the parking lot at a Walmart was maybe I don't know, 6 ounces uh, just a little short baby cat, and my wife had a had a way of uh, she'd foster cats, and then she'd keep one that that a mom would have, whatever. But when I saw this kitty for the first time running across our living room floor, I said, "Hey, we're keeping this one," and uh, and we did, and we didn't have a name. We just called her Baby Kitty, and she stayed baby uh, forever. So, Roger, um, your cat, Cookie. Cookie is another cat. Bla- black and white cat? Kind of a tuxedo cat, they call them, where they have, like, white paws and fringes of white on black. I would say hasn't always necessarily liked people, kept to itself, and the other cats didn't necessarily like it either. Everybody hated Cookie. Uh, she was... Uh, I don't want to say a special needs cat, but she was a kitty who uh, was off to the side of the litter. My wife had to bring her up to her mama to nurse. Everybody hated her. She was always a very different, uh, standoffish, kind of histed everybody. And through that nature got to be one that again, my uh, my wife adopted. So, Cookie's not that way today, though. Cookie has changed somewhat. Uh, baby, who's big and fat, probably twice as big as Cookie, would love to play with her, but Cookie is afraid of all cats and afraid of the bad things that another cat I had named Buddy used to do to her and all of that. But uh, now, since Buddy died, he had asthma really bad. And middle of the night, I had to put him to sleep. I had to take him to a vet. Anyway, since Buddy's gone, she has become friendlier. Well, actually, once or twice, go nose to nose with Baby and then run away. But she's been, she'll even sit on my lap now and... uh, she has a terrible sounding meow, 
but it just means she wants to be friendly, not that she's complete. Cookies become a lot more friendly in the last couple years. Well, you know that, Brad, from coming over here. Yeah, she'll, she'll seek me out when I come over now as opposed to staying hidden or just giving me the stare down. Give you the old uh, stink eye. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's... But, uh, yeah, and, of course, Brad, you're loved by all mammals anyway. But, That's what uh, I've been told. It's be, a gift. It, it's a gift, armadillos and everything. <laughs> oh, I love that armadillo curls oh, up in a ball. You can't beat a damn good armadillo God, on a cold yeah. morning. But, <laughs> but Brad, we we digress as only we can do. Uh, cats and kids, there are similarities between cats and kids. You got that kid that was raised wrong, if you will, neglected by family. Maybe bullied and picked on. Bullied and picked on, and uh, and 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 you you have to try to reach out, break down that barrier, uh, and 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 looking back, sometimes you feel you you didn't do more, but uh, yeah, and then you've got the kid like baby, very gregarious and. Uh, and eats too much and gets too much attention and yet is uh, so lovable uh, and has no boundaries. And you got to, where do you rein in that kid and and uh, and, and be aware of, of what needs to be done? And it's so easy to keep your attention on the buddies of your class or the buddy cats in your house and easier to ignore or not interact with that cat or kid that puts up that wall that says, get the heck away from me. Right. And so it might not be you, but there might be somebody that can get through to them at some point. You don't know unless you keep trying. You got to keep trying it. And that's one of the benefits of, of extracurricular activities particularly in a high school, if you can get that kid into something uh, other than being in the classroom, being intimidated, where they can excel in, in some other area of life. It could even be excel at a job where they start to build confidence. They're respected by other people. Um, they come out of their shell and... Um, feel get validation for what they do right or yeah and if and that's why and i know it's difficult in our metropolitan world uh where it's so people is it so people where it's so important for teachers and and school staff to live in a community see kids uh interact with them you mean outside of the school day? outside of the school day i mean i've had kids like they're just in wonderment that, oh, I saw you at Target and this or that, whether they're working there or just going, that you have a life uh, outside of the school and they do as well. And you can identify on that uh, out of school level, if you will. I will say too, from like the burnout perspective of being an educator and not only, not always having not always knowing what happens to your kids after they leave and you feel like I've done all I can for this kid, but I just never gotten through where when you live in the community, sometimes you run into them. It could be 15 years later. The other day I ran into a student 
that I had my first two years of teaching. And we had connected a few times, and this is not necessarily a student that I felt like I didn't get through to, but we had a conversation on how life was going, and I found it validating and refreshing to know that even when you know, don't think you had an impact on someone oh, yeah. and you learn that you did, um, you don't know. It's harder to know if you're not involved in the community. Right. And that's probably a topic for another podcast about the impact you have on kids don't even know it and that every day you're a you're a role model and and they they watch you they're reporting on you because whether they want to admit it or not you're a big part of their life and you you have to demonstrate that uh, you're mature you're the adult in the room and that uh, even in the school and outside of the school. You know, one thing that I wish, and then we can maybe wrap this up. I sure. wish there was a way, or maybe there is a method out there, to gather information back three, five, and ten years after some of the kids that I've worked with graduated. Like a way to tap in and ask them, hey, tell me about your experiences now when you're looking back at it. Three, five, 10 years from now, what are things that were helpful? What are things that weren't? What were things that would help me as an educator know, you know what, Benson, doing that doesn't work. And you know, when you did this, and I'm like, and I maybe I would say, I don't remember doing that. Well, I do and do more of that sometime. Right. And I, I know when I was at St. Cloud as a principal, we tried to reach out from a school level. But I think if a teacher yeah. And with the advent of Facebook and the advent the last many years of, uh, last 20 years of, uh, what do you call it, Brad, when you write little messages to people? Email? Email. That it, it might even be easier for the teacher to contact the kids. If it comes from the, the school, I don't think you're going to get kids to react. No, if your goal of the teacher is to grow as a teacher by glomming on or learning from the experiences of your former students, you should be the one having that conversation. Right. right. And I think that's very doable with the advent of, of a social media. Uh, and, and I'd be looking forward to anybody out there, any teachers who uh, have done that. Uh, kind of work. Brad, are, are we do, we kind of drifted from cats? We did. I do have one follow-up yeah. to bring us full circle. I know that you talk to your cats and and I oh, talk to mine. I do. But if Cookie could talk back, what do you think they would say what um has changed in the last few years? Well, Cookie is the black and white one who standoffish or used to be. Uh everybody would pick on her. Uh what Cookie would say to me, sadly, I'm glad that Buddy's dead and gone. Now, she may not know Buddy's dead, but she sure knows he's gone, and uh, her her life has changed. And she's been able to bloom. Bloom is a good word, Brad. <laughs> I like bloom. She's a, she's a daffodil on a spring hill. All right. Let's end with That's that. That's it, babe. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great day.